Hello and welcome to the Badass Fertility Podcast. I'm your host, Katherine Bregman. I'm an ICF certified life coach and a graduate of Marianne Williamson's Miracle Minded Mastery Program. I'm also a social scientist with two master's degrees and a former teacher. But most importantly, I am a woman who struggled for years to become a mom. I personally know the heartache, shame, fear, and isolation any diagnosis of infertility or diminished chances of conception brings. And I know that when we learn how to strengthen and utilize the most powerful and most often overlooked muscle in our body, the mind, new paths to motherhood open up and your dreams can become reality. That is why I am passionate about connecting with badass women like you who are ready to stop suffering on this journey and start living it like women who are destined to succeed. I also deeply believe that every woman who feels called to be a mom is meant to be one. It doesn't matter the obstacles that are blocking your way. If you feel it in your heart and you're listening to this podcast, you are meant to be a mom. So on to today's topic. Today, we're going to talk about a little word that you have probably completely sick of hearing. And that's a good thing because we're going to throw it out of our vocabulary. So today I'm going to be talking about why I never use the word infertility. And I encourage you to do the same. Stop using that word. I want you to eliminate the word infertility from your vocabulary. And you might be saying to me, Catherine, seriously, how is that going to help me? It's a stupid word. Like if I say it or don't say it, what difference could it possibly make in terms of me being able to have a baby? Okay. I hear you. So I want to do a little exercise with you real quick. So wherever you are, you can say this out loud. You can say it in your head, whatever's going to work for you. But I want you to take a moment and I want you to say to yourself, either silently or loud, doesn't matter. I am infertile. Okay. Take a moment and just say that word, that phrase, I am infertile. Now ask yourself, how did that make you feel? When I say that phrase, I start to feel sick in the pit of my stomach. My body feels heavier and I feel an overwhelming sense of failure and frustration. Now, I want you to say another phrase. I want you to take a moment and again, silently or out loud, depending on where you are and how comfortable you feel, doesn't matter. Say, I am cultivating my fertility. I am cultivating my fertility. Now, how do you feel? I know when I say it, I start to feel lighter. I start to feel empowered. I start to feel like I absolutely can do this. And I'm ready to take on the next challenge with the optimistic attitude that this is going to succeed. So I want to just ask you, which one feels better for you? Be honest with yourself. 
If that word infertility is dragging you down, you want to consider what kind of impact it's having on your mental and physical state. Because realize when you said those phrases, they weren't just things that were happening in your mind. There were also physiological responses to the words you choose. So when we are struggling on this journey, when we have been given statistics that do not seem to bode well in our favor, we need to take out every single tool in the box. And one of those tools is getting very conscious about the words we use to describe ourselves and our journey to motherhood. You want to keep in mind that the mind-body connection is real. There are numerous studies starting to come out, really honestly, some of them going back even a decade or two, that talk about the impact of two things on women's ability to conceive, mindset and diet. And I'm going to talk particularly about mindset because that's the area that I'm really interested in covering with you today. One of the studies that was recently done showed that women who participated in support groups or coaching were 65% more likely to become pregnant than other women who were also struggling to conceive who did not. So I'll repeat that. Women who were struggling to conceive, who sought out support in either the form of a support group or a coach, were 65% more likely to conceive than those who didn't. So when we talk about developing a fertility mindset, right? It means you are working to use the most powerful and most underutilized tool in your box. And that is the mind. All right. As you know, I do have a research background, so I'm about to get a little geeky, but I wanted to just quote a couple of different studies that have also talked about the power and potential that women have to enhance their fertility, even when they have been given dire odds of conception. The Journal of the American Medical Association, a journal called Aging Cells, another journal called the Harvard Nurses Study that was actually a study done on women looking at how they utilize diet to actually reverse some of the effects of aging. Um, When women eat a diet that's high in omega-3s and low in omega-6s, they can actually reverse some of the impact of aging on their reproductive system by up to three years. Okay. Now this is not to make you feel overwhelmed. This is not to make you say, Jesus Christ, now I have to go freaking give up sugar and gluten and feel miserable. Okay. So if that was your response, forget I said any of that. But the one thing I want you to keep in mind is the potential that you have. You have the potential to find the path that is right for you. That is going to take you to your baby. And that's why mindset is so powerful. So even reproductive endocrinologists will acknowledge there are elements of conception that still remain a mystery. We have within the Western scientific paradigm, we've narrowed down all of the basics of how it happens, quote unquote, but there's still an element of surprise within that right? And we're operating in that realm between the observable and the knowable. The knowable is something that you feel within yourself that you believe you know to be true. 
And when I'm saying the knowable, I'm talking about that calling in your heart that is meant to be a mom, that is telling you to listen to this podcast, that is telling you to keep going, even when it feels like all you want to do is burst into tears, drink a bottle of wine and say, fuck it. Okay. So I'm going to tell you a story real quick about this guy, Roger Bannister. So Roger Bannister was a an athlete who in 1954 broke the world record for running a mile. He was able to run a mile in under four minutes. Okay. So what is, it's called the three minute mile. When Roger Bannister got this idea in his head that he was going to run a three minute mile, he was advised by all kinds of experts that it would be dangerous, that it was humanly impossible, and that if he did attempt it and come close to it, he'd probably die. Okay. But Roger Bannister believed in his potential to run a three minute mile. So he trained, he got ready, what have you. And as he's running this marathon and he's crossing the finish line and he hears his time called out three minutes and 59 seconds, he's quoted as saying, I thought I was surely dead. Right? Like, I thought I was dead because there's the doctor said I would die if I ran a three minute mile and I did it. But here's the key you might be thinking, why are you talking about Roger Bannister? Well, I'm talking about him because after he broke that record, other people started doing it too. So you want to keep in mind, nothing changed about the human body, nothing changed at all except the belief that it was possible. When people started believing it was possible, more and more people started becoming capable of doing it. So there is that mind-body component, and we want to leverage it as much as we can in order to help you succeed and find your baby. If you have been told you have a 10% chance of conceiving, it's very tempting to focus on, I, there's 90% chance I'm not going to succeed. Of course, that's where the human brain goes. And we'll talk about that in a moment. But I encourage you to consider, you have a 10% chance of having a baby. You have a 10% chance, right? Or whatever your statistics are. I'm just using that as an example here. So focus on what you do have, and that is going to help you get to your goal. So when it comes to the Roger Bannister story, we want to take one lesson. And the lesson is, it's not, I'll believe it when I see it. It's not, I'll believe I can have a baby once I've had a baby. It's, I'll see it when I believe it. When I start to believe that I will have a baby, when I become convinced I am meant to be a mom that is when my journey will change and I will start to see the results I am seeking. But this is really hard for people to grasp, right? And one of the reasons it's really hard for us to grasp is because evolutionarily speaking, we are programmed to be fearful and masters of the what if, because that's how we got here, right? So those of us who didn't you know, die in the hunter-gatherer era or what have you, we were the ones who were conscious and, and aware enough to become fearful when we heard rustling in the bushes, 
right? So back in the day, you hear rustling in the bushes, your mind goes to, that could be a tiger. I better get the heck out of here, right? Those of us who sat around and said, I'm sure it's fine. I'm not going to move. Those people died, right? They did not evolve. So those of us who are living in the modern day, we are evolutionarily programmed to utilize this tiny little almond-shaped muscle deeply tucked within our brain called the amygdala. And the amygdala's job is basically to anticipate threats and to respond with appropriate feelings of fear and, and essentially what's called a fight or flight mentality. Oftentimes on this journey, we wind up living in a fight or flight mentality because the fears associated with never becoming the mom we know we're meant to be can lead us to a level of stress that is so high. Some studies have shown it's actually comparable to that of individuals who have been diagnosed with cancer, HIV, and heart disease. An infertility diagnosis has been linked to the same stress levels as individuals who have been diagnosed with cancer, heart disease, and HIV. So when we're talking about living in a stressed out state of mind on this journey, and if you're listening to this program, I know you know exactly what I'm saying. That's real. And it's not just a mental state. It's also a mind-body state. It's a physiological response to the thoughts that are going through your head. So when it comes to the fertility journey, we want to start to reset our mindset. And we want to start to remember that on the fertility journey, worry will pretend to be necessary, but often serves no useful purpose. Worry will pretend to be necessary, but ultimately serves no useful purpose, right? So our mind is very good at going into extremes, particularly when we are afraid. Again, keep in mind, it's an evolutionary asset that allowed us to get to this point in human history. But when it comes to something like struggling to conceive, it actually can work against us. So you might say, well, all right, then how do I know when I'm sitting in a fear-based thinking? And one of the things that you can use to try to identify this is fear-based thinking is binary thinking, right? Binary thinking is when you're thinking in like, if then type of mentality. So here's some examples. If I haven't had a regular period, then I cannot get pregnant. If I have endometriosis, then I have to do IVF. If the doctor said my eggs are old, then I need an egg donor. If I have lost pregnancies in the past, I can't carry a baby to term. Ask yourself if you've ever had one of these thoughts or another thought like it. And I know how painful these thoughts are. And that's why I'm here telling you today, they're not real. They're not real. Worry pretends to be necessary, but it ultimately serves no useful purpose on this journey. The truth of the matter always has way more nuance. So 
when it comes to resetting our thinking, I'm going to talk about two things now. One of them is just a little aside about the tendency of the brain to go into the negative and in particular on this journey. Um, one of my greatest teachers, Marianne Williamson, has always said it takes three to five positive thoughts to stave off the onslaught of one negative thought because our brains are so predisposed to just latch onto the negative. We just want to focus on the negative. I want to focus on the fact that I have been only a a 10% chance of conceiving instead of looking at it as I have a 10% chance of conceiving. And studies show that there are ways that I can improve egg quality. And there's this amazing new technique called mindset that I can start to use in order to enhance my chances even more. Right? So we want to start staving off those negative thoughts by becoming aware of them. We recognize them because they're binary, if then type of things. And we start to practice retraining our brain to focus on the other side of the thought. Okay. So another way of thinking about this, if that feels kind of confusing, like what the heck are you talking about? Number one, um, I'm going to get, break it down in future episodes and you can always contact me, go to my website and look for me. And I'm always happy to break it down in conversation further. But that said, the other thing that I wanted to talk about is how to become aware of the impact of your unexamined thoughts. So there's a really great thinker named Byron Katie, and she has something called the four questions. And I'm going to go through these right now. And I encourage you to consider using them when you suspect that you might be having unexamined um, fear-based thoughts. So I'll use the example of infertility, right? Because at the beginning of this program, we started out talking about how I never use the word infertility. And I know you've heard me say it a couple of times on this episode, but you're never going to hear me say it again. Um, So enjoy it now. (laughs) But all right. So the medical definition of infertility is not becoming pregnant after one year of carefully timed unprotected sex. All right, fine. So a binary fear-based thought that could arise after a diagnosis of infertility is I've been diagnosed with infertility. Therefore, I am not going to become a mom. How many of us have had this thought go through our minds? When that thought goes through your mind, I've been diagnosed with infertility, therefore I am not going to become a mom. Ask yourself, first question, is this true? Okay, well, yes, I've been diagnosed with infertility, but does that mean I'm not going to become a mom? Maybe, maybe not. Second question, can you absolutely know that it is true? So if you answered no to the first, if you answered yes to the first one, yes, this is true. Check in with yourself again. Can you absolutely know that this is true? Well, I can absolutely know it's true that the doctor told me I have something called quote unquote infertility, but I don't know that that means I am not going to become a mom. There's a a lot of different ways that I could become a mom and I don't know how I'm going to become one. I don't know. How do you react? Question three, how do you react? What happens when you believe this thought to be true? So when you believe the thought, I've been diagnosed with infertility, therefore I am not going to become a mom. What happens in your body? When I used to think these thoughts, again, I got sad, heavy, lonely, terrified, overwhelmed, paralyzed. Last question. 
Who would you be without the thought? So without the thought, I've been diagnosed with infertility, therefore I'm not going to become a mom. Uh, I would be liberated, empowered, feeling like I can become a mom and I can take on the world, right? And again, you might say, well, how do, how do I know that that's true? How do you know it's not true? Don't let your evolutionary propensity for fear-based negative thinking stand in between you and your baby. All right, so a couple of takeaways from today. The first one is we want to pay attention to the language you use and the thoughts that those words create, right? So side note, stop using the word infertility. Start focusing on, I am enhancing my fertility. I am cultivating my fertility. Choose words that are empowering. Investigate thoughts that are rooted in fear-based assumptions. And be the banister, be the unicorn that nobody necessarily knew could exist. Know that when you believe it, you will see it. I know this feels like a lot right now. um, And whatever you're feeling, whatever you're going through, if you made it to the end of this podcast, I can tell you with complete confidence, you are meant to be a mom. Because you care enough to show up and listen. The universe does not give us desires that we can't fulfill. You're here because this is meant for you. And I hope you will join us each week as we break down the practical and emotional aspects of the fertility journey and make connections of all kinds along the way. If you like what you heard today, please follow Badass Fertility Podcast and tune in each week. While you're at it, please rate and leave a review. We are working so hard to bring you free content each week and your support is so appreciated. You can tune in weekly to the Badass Fertility Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your shows.